0: Hey guys, welcome back to my Cozy New England Life podcast. I am your host, Sean, and what a gorgeous, wintry, snowy day we have happening outside today. The house is truly, exceptionally cozy. I have a comfort meal going in the kitchen. The wood stove is roaring. It is nice and warm inside while the snow falls beautifully outside. We haven't had a really good snowstorm yet, so I am excited to watch it fall today. I know some of you are like, "Oh, snow!" I'm over here like, "Hey!" <laughs> Day on episode three of the podcast, I wanted to actually have a discussion about budget renovation and if it's truly possible to achieve that high-end custom look in a kitchen or a bathroom on an absolute, almost non-existent budget. Do you think it's possible? It actually is possible. <laughs> if you are familiar with my YouTube channel She's in Her Element, you are familiar with the fact that I am making over my entire home one room at a time. So far, only the dining room is complete. I am now on to my kitchen. However, I don't have any money to do this. I have very limited funds to do this and I need to get as creative and savvy as I can to make this happen. And people often say, like, is that even possible when you really don't have the money to do this? If you don't have the money to do this, why are you doing it? Well, because it's possible to get that look I want for literally a fraction of the price. I want it to look custom and high end. Now, there are many sources out there that you can get the supplies you need to do makeovers in rooms that typically cost thousands upon thousands of dollars to redo. The kitchen and the bathroom are two rooms in the home that actually cost a lot of money to redo. You do get a good return on the investment, but it's It's a lot of money that you have to put into it to get that return, and I don't have that kind of money, but I want to have those kind of results, and I have a lot of options to get those results. There are multiple sources out there where you can find things like cabinets, flooring, doors, windows, tiles, sinks, toilets, appliances, you name it, and you can get them at discounted prices. Places like bargain outlets where they take in the overstock of other stores or maybe something that was slightly damaged somewhere and you get it at a cheaper price. Secondhand searches uh, utilizing things like Facebook marketplace or a secondhand store, thrifting, antiquing, flea markets. Those are all great resources for finding items discounted. They're not all going to be new. It just depends on how much you're willing to search. And I know if I was willing to go all the way to Boston, I can find a ton of box store options that sell discounted cabinetry and whatnot. And that that's great. You, you do get it at a better price, but it's still more money than I have to put out right now. So to keep this kitchen renovation as budget-friendly as possible, I am going to reinvent and utilize things that I already have in my possession, including my lower cabinets. They are good, sturdy cabinets. There is nothing wrong with them. They're just dated from the 60s. Nothing some new hardware and a fresh coat of paint won't handle. And compared to what the cost is to replace all them, it's a no-brainer. I'm saving a lot of money. So I am going to reuse things I already have, things I've collected, things I've Found things I have waiting around for their purpose. I might be finding their purpose through this renovation. Now, just because pizzas don't match doesn't mean you can't have a cohesive and a custom look in the end. And the example of that is, as I said, my lower cabinets are all staying, but I'm adding new lower cabinets and a new storage space to this kitchen. And I don't want them to look different because they all are very different. So what's one way that you can make different things look cohesive? Paint. If you paint all of your pieces the same, give them whatever treatment you're doing on your cabinets, do that to all of the prominent pieces in your kitchen, you can get that high-end custom look. Nobody's really going to notice the fact that the doors are different or that, hey, that's a dresser or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's not going to stand out that they're not alike. What is going to stand out is this beautiful end result look with all of this cabinetry all done the exact same with its gorgeous hardware and its countertops. Now, I want to keep the antique and the thrifted vibe to my kitchen. Um, my home vibe is that of a French country, which is kind of just a more refined shabby chic, if you will. Um Definitely, there are a lot of prints. There's a lot of blues. There's a lot of light mixed with a lot of dark. And when you typically think of French country, you think of a very light, bright, beautiful blue, provincial blue. But that is not anything that floats my boats for my cabinetry. So for the cabinetry, I wanted to give it a color, but keep it neutral. I decided that I was going to go with a slate blue, if you will. I think that keeps the vibe of my home completely intact. The integrity is all there. It will all cohesively go together in the end. That is the color to my kitchen without it being an absolute color that I'm married to unless I want to repaint it again. Because I am not about to do this whole kitchen all over again. I have to paint all of the cabinets and I'm going to give them a treatment to make them all uniform. I want to do it once, and I want this to last for years. So pick a tone for your cabinets that is neutral. And if you want to go with a color to bring them all together, do it in a neutral kind of a way. Don't go too bright or too dark or too deep. Really think about it. Now, once upon a time, I actually did test the waters for a quote for my kitchen, and it was just to recabinet. The bottom, which would be replacing existing and creating more, so it's kind of the shape of an L, and then also creating a separate standalone, like pantry workstation, if you will. Um, and it was a custom French inspired finish that I wanted to do on it with a beautiful color. And the quote came in at fourteen six, and yes, that is fourteen thousand six hundred dollars. That's not even counting the countertop, which I would want to be Carrera Marble. Um, But again, I don't have the budget for that. But I am not willing to compromise my design and my final look and what I am going for. And I am all about figuring a way to do this. And by using that secondhand furniture, finding those discounted pieces, thinking outside of the box. If you're looking for kitchen cabinets or even a vanity for your bathroom, don't stop with just the stereotypical vanity. Think outside of the box. Think antique dressers, antique vanity stands, wardrobes, Buffets. The possibilities are endless. If you can find a nice antique piece for a good price, you can absolutely transform that and incorporate it into the design of your kitchen or your bath. And the end result using something like that really ups the game of the high-end facade, this gorgeous end result. Um one example for that I don't have the money to do the kitchen cabinets like I said I'm doing them myself so they don't match as I stated they are going to all be painted the same with the same treatment but I am taking a 150 year old dresser that I found in an antique store for $20 and it has been sitting in my basement waiting for its new purpose it's going to have a new purpose in my kitchen and it is going to add so much to the design in the visual element of my kitchen without hitting whatsoever in my wallet. I think the end result for this piece when it was all said and done was about $231. And if you want to see how fabulous this transformation was, because I am telling you, it is a mind-blowing transformation, definitely pop over to my channel She's in Our Element on YouTube and watch the transformation on it's amazing what paint can really do. Simple paint can make a room look like a million dollars. It can make a piece look like a million dollars. It can transform and reinvent something that was just kind of sitting there waiting for a purpose. Now, because my budget is non existent, if I don't have money for cabinets, I certainly don't have money for a countertop, but I'm going to need to purchase a piece of counter for the new section we're putting in. Now, I know I can get a very cheap one at the box store. I don't know what kind of finish we're talking about here, but nothing fancy, I can promise you that. Ideally, it would be Carrera marble, um, but I cannot afford that. But thanks to products like Retiquet, which is a product that transforms anything and gives it this incredible wood grain look, I actually did that on my kitchen island. You should check that out over on YouTube. for Formica into what now looks like a vintage butcher block top that anybody who walks into my home cannot tell the difference. They do not believe that is Formica under there. I actually have to whip out my phone and show them the before and after video real quick like, look at this is it and this is it now and they're just like, wow. So Ritikit is a product that gives you a butcher block wood grain look. I have it on my island as I said, and it's been on there for a couple of years now, it is very durable. I work on that island. I prepare food, I cut, the kids cook. It is a very used surface and it is standing up beautifully, I have to say. Kudos to Retiket. So if you're looking for something a little more country, you have that option and you can do that on any type of a surface and make them all uniform. It doesn't matter what's underneath them. You can make them all cohesively go together. There is another product out by Gianni and it is a faux Carrera white marble countertop kit. Now, honestly, disclosure, it's under the table over there. I did buy it to do, but I didn't realize that something like that is an actual proxy countertop and it takes about a week to cure. And I have pets and I have my mother here and I actually cannot right now tape off that kitchen. My mother cannot go down the stairs to use the kitchen in the basement apartment. So I don't have that option right now but what i do have the option of is buying some more of that retique because it was like $150 if that it might have been 125 um and there was enough in there for me to do several projects in the house so i know it will do my countertops but i can buy that product apply it to my existing countertop apply it to the new countertop because it really doesn't matter what that looks like i can buy the most budget one out there for now and make it look beautiful put this product and it's all uniform. You don't have to spend the million dollars to get that look. The end result of my kitchen counters is going to be that vintage wood butcher block look that the island has. And it's all going to be uniform. And that might actually even be the better choice for my design. I don't know. Maybe I'm stubborn. and Well, not maybe. Ask my husband. I'm stubborn but I've had my heart set on the Carrera white marble counters, and maybe it's just really not the right choice. Maybe I'm going to fall in love with the reticket when it's done because I do love the island. You never know. But the point of this is I'm not spending a lot of money to get that end result. So once again, the two major expenses to a kitchen renovation, cabinetry and counters, I've got it covered on an absolute shoestring budget by being savvy. Paint will unify anything and everything together, and they make options for faux treatments for the tops of counters. I've actually even seen videos on YouTube where people have taken like a marble shelf paper, if you will, one of those self-sticking marble shelf paper looking things, and they've applied it meticulously to their counter and made the counter look like marble. It looks like a million bucks. Not the route I want to take, but another option to show you that you can get that very high-end look on a shoestring budget. Now, the paint treatment that I am going to also give my cabinetry is going to elevate that. Like I said, I picked this colonial-style blue, which is like a deep slate blue. If you are actually watching this podcast on my YouTube channel, My Cozy New England Life, you can see the shade of blue. If you're curious, pop on over there and see it. It is a beautiful colonial slate blue. And I love it, but I don't want it to be the only color of my cabinets. I do not want my cabinets to be one solid unified color. I want them to look like they've been around here for a while. I want to give them a distressing treatment that doesn't involves stripping the paint off or giving me any chippy paint kind of vibes. I want it to be a little bit more French and a little bit more elegant. So for me, that choice is adding the patina through a glaze or through a wax. Now, if you're not sure what the differences are with those two, let me give you a quick little synopsis of it. With the glaze, I find that you actually have more control over how much is left behind, what the end result detail looks like. You control how heavy you put the glaze on. You also control how heavy you pull it off. You control the marks so much better. You have more creativity with the glaze than with the wax. Wax, I've used a number of times. I love using it for certain projects. It goes on using like a short fat, brush in a circular manner. You can go heavier in spots and let it gather in those spots, but you wipe it all off and you buff it all off. And the point is to not leave too much of the wax on, which is why I really don't think it's the right way to go for this particular project. So I chose to use my go-to Valspar Antiquing Glaze, and I am going over all of my cabinetry and giving it that aged patina. It actually takes that blue to a whole nother level and ups the game to really give it custom cabinetry look without the custom cabinetry price tag. You would never guess that this was just a couple hundred dollars, literally. And that's really all it is for these cabinets. It is a couple hundred dollars as opposed to thousands Even the counters can run you thousands, and there again, that is going to be just a couple hundred dollars, and I am going to get the high-end look that I want. Now, you have to be able to think outside of the box, hone into that creativity inside of you. When you go places and you see something, or even on the side of the road you see something, just because it is ugly in its present condition, if it has good structure and good bones, look beyond that for a minute. Stop and think a little bit harder. Like with the antique dresser I'm incorporating into my kitchen, it's been sitting there waiting for a purpose. And once I decided and stood there and looked at it, this new purpose was exactly the purpose it was waiting for. This is why I picked it up months ago. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew it had great bones. And I will always pick up something with great bones and hold on to it because I know it's going to be used somewhere, or maybe I will redo it and list it for sale. You never know. The point is, I look beyond the item, I think outside of the box, and I say, what could this be? How can this be reinvented? Now, another way to be able to pull off a shoestring budget kitchen remodel and have it look fabulous is to be able to tackle things by yourself. You have to kind of be creative and savvy. And even if you're not creative and savvy, you have to be a little bit fearless to be able to jump into things and be willing to try them and tackle them and conquer them or fail at them. I've failed at many things I've tried, but you don't know what you can and can't do unless you try. So doing some of the work yourself is imperative. And with the social media platforms that are out there now and the resources and the educational how-tos of how to do just about anything you can possibly think of, if it's something you haven't tackled before, this empowers you to give it a try. There are many things that I have researched on YouTube and watched videos of how it's done. Cleaning the hardware was one. I have never done that boiling water and vinegar solution. I watched it on YouTube. I gave it a try and it was actually amazing. Like I will never go back to another route again. This was perfect. But I'd never done it before. I gave it a try. For all I know, it could have messed it up. You have to be willing to take the chance and do it yourself. But on the flip side of that, you also have to know where your limit is and where you need to bring in the professionals. I would never tackle electrical, and I know there's some people out there who would. They'd cut that breaker box off and try to do it themselves. I'm not comfortable with that. I'll hire an electrician. Plumbing, I'm not going to go there either. I will hire somebody if I need to. Cabinetry, resurfacing, painting, wallpapering, flooring, I'm going to try my hand at all of that stuff. What's the most that could happen? It doesn't work. That's fine. You go back to the drawing board. You know, it's not the same. I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to hurt my home. I can't mess it up a whole lot. And when it does come to the point where you say, no, I need a professional, please make sure you do your due diligence, get referrals, talk to people. Don't just jump on the first one. There are so many contractor scams out there right now. It's like, could I roll my eyes any harder? They just prey on people. So one thing is do your due diligence and your research before you hire that professional. There are some great professionals out there. Just make sure you find that professional. Don't settle. Don't jump in. Always look before you leave. There you have it. That is the secret to how I am going to pull off this budget remodel and how it's going to look high end. I am going to use all of my savviness and my creativity. I am going to do the savviest of shopping I can. I'm going to do the majority of it with my own two hands, and I am going to get this done. Another day. Another sleigh. I will conquer this kitchen. If you'd like to watch this journey, I would love to have you come along. Again, that is, she's in her element over on YouTube, and you can watch the entire kitchen renovation, get some inspiration, get some ideas, take from me whatever you can. I hope that this has inspired you to think outside of the box that it really is possible to be able to give yourself that unbelievable remodel you're looking for without breaking the bank. Just have to think about your resources. Utilize what is out there. There are so many stores that sell products that you can buy. Marketplace is wonderful. I actually got a very high-end stove off of Marketplace. Very, very cheap. I paid $400 for it when I looked it up online. It is a $5,000 stove. I was very happy with it. Um, It's not perfect. It doesn't look brand new, but it works amazing, and I love it. It's all good for me. (laughs) There you have it, guys. Don't let a small incidental detail like not having money stop you from changing something in your home or going forward with that renovation you always dreamed of. It really is possible to change things. Make them have a high-end custom look in the end and still not spend anything for money when it's all said and done. Reinvent, repurpose, reuse. Nothing is impossible. Again, I hope you found the courage and the inspiration from this to maybe tackle something that you've been afraid to do because you don't have the money to do it to the quality and end result that you want to. Yeah, you can. It just might take a little longer, but it'll happen. Until next time, guys. Bye.